We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, welcome in to another installment of the Orange and Blue View. I am one of your co-hosts, Ron White, and we have a new face as... My co-host, Dylan Vaughn Arts, on that side. How are you doing today, Dylan? Again, thanks for thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm doing great, Ron. It's it's awesome to be here. Uh, weird being on this end of the uh, screen instead <laughs> of in the chat, but uh, overall, I'm I'm pretty excited. Great. Again, good to have you here. And again, to all of the fans, it's great to have you guys here. I know. Our um, rival is having a playoff game currently going on here shortly, but um, good for you to join us. So we're going to go ahead and get started with just a couple people here in the chat. Let's see who we have. And we have David Yonkin coming in. Thank you, David. We appreciate you coming in. He says, evening, Ron and Dylan. And by the way, congrats on your new gig and hope it's not going to be a goodbye. Well, I thank you, David. We appreciate you coming in. And then we got Kevin Gray coming in. Says, evening, Thomas. Well, we have Dylan now. Dylan, big mile high salute to Broncos country. Denver Broncos for life. MHH for life. Again, Kevin, thank you for coming in with that comment. We appreciate you, my man. And then we got Kevin coming in again, which is going to be um, the topic which we will get into here shortly, Kevin. But he mentions that I hope Cortland is back next year, but who knows? Yes, that is the, the question. Uh, we will see if Cortland is back next year. I, we know that that uh, recent post on Instagram kind of turned some heads. <laughs> but we will see what happens as the Broncos go and march in through the offseason. Um, let's see. Got Todd coming in. Todd says, hello, Ron, Dylan, and Broncos country. Hello to you too, Todd. Thank you for coming in. And then David Yonkin again coming in says, I hope we don't keep J.J. F. Sutton is leaving. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it here, Dylan, um, as far as the topic for tonight as it pertains to the Broncos' number one wide receiver in Cortland Sutton. So... I believe it was yesterday where Cortland Sutton went to Instagram um, and provided a lengthy post um, on his page as it relates to, you know, 
maybe some of the future plans for him. You know, he obviously thanked Broncos country for a great season. Um, but, you know, he was bummed that, you know, that the team didn't accomplish their goal. Um, and he also thanked his teammates, the staff. Um, he trusts that moving forward that, you know, plans for him um, will be good, you know, whatever's next for him. And then he wants to just make sure that he has that love and support from the organization and team every time he steps out in the field. So I know that kind of has, again, turned some heads, maybe rubbed some people the wrong way as far as maybe how cryptic that message is. Um, but but what are your thoughts there? Do you see do, do you see Cortland Sutton staying around? Now we know the Broncos cap situation, which we'll get into here shortly. Um, but what do you see moving forward as far as from Cortland Sutton? Well, uh, similar to last year, actually, I believe he had a tweet that uh, because there's been trade rumors surrounding him last year going to the start of this year and then into the trade deadline. And um, he said, I wanted to be uh, where I'm wanted. And this is not exactly that, but something similar, especially when you see the uh, gave everything to this team and organization that sounds kind of like a good buy, but I'm not sure if that's coming from him or he's heard something from the team, which I'm not sure if he'd hear something so early, but it could be just speculation due to past uh, trade rumors and whatnot. Yeah, you know, I I think uh, I think my read on this is there's really not much to take from this. I I think Cortland Sutton's going to, you know, I, I think he's maybe going to be back next year. Now I know he has, I think his current deal. He has two years left on that current deal. So in 2024, he's projected to earn $13 million. And in 2025, he's projected to make $13.5 million. Now, everyone can say when the Broncos um, resigned that contract for him, you know, they were getting him at a bargain. Because right. given what the receiver is making in the NFL today, that's that's nothing. <laughs> But you have to look at it in its totality, right? The, you know, the Russell Wilson dead money that's about to come up, you know, that's going to count tremendously toward the cap. And then the Broncos now find themselves in a difficult situation. So I know out there, there's been reports that, you know, Sutton can definitely be a cap casualty. Um, and, and, that's, and that's definitely true. But I think, you know, given his production this year, Dylan, you know, I know he wasn't, I know he didn't get that thousand yard season that we were all wanting. And obviously he didn't make the, the pro bowl, but he did have a very productive season, you know, with the number of touchdowns um, and, you know, again, not quite making that thousand yard clip, but, but almost, but I, I think, you know, given what he's done on the field, I, I think he's going to stick around. I think it's just more of, you know, him speaking because, Again, the expectations from everyone, you know, the players, coaches, the fans were to get into the playoffs. And, you know, that obviously that didn't happen. So I think he's looking at it more from a we didn't get to where we wanted to be, you know, given all that's transpired. But then hopefully, you know, next year we can get to that level and get back to the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Um 
because I don't I don't think trading him would be a very good idea, especially if we're assuming Russell Wilson's getting cut. Um, whoever you bring in, whether it be another vet, a rookie, you want a reliable target. And Sutton obviously provided that. And like you said, the thousand yard mark, he didn't reach that. But no receiver here has reached that for <laughs> quite some time now. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and just having Jerry Judy on the roster as opposed to Sutton, I feel like there's just been so many rumors of Judy recently as well, and even during the deadline and whatnot, of him getting traded, which is probably more of the the way I think that the Broncos are going to go. Um, but yeah, and I think they save more money by trading – uh, Jerry, if I'm uh, correct, Thir- I think it's uh, 13 million as opposed to I think they would save nine with uh, Sutton. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I got to go back and look at the, the numbers, but yeah, they would definitely um, do that. And I'll, I'll get more into that, but let's look back at the chat here and welcome in some more people. We got Ernie Mays coming in. Thank you, Ernie, for coming in as always. Says, hello, Ron and Devon Arts. Hello you, to you as well, Ernie, and hope you are doing well. And with that, Ernie also mentions... <laughs> Go Broncos country only. Yes, that's the only fan base that matters here. That's correct. (laughs) Go Dolphins. Beat the Chiefs. Yes. Um, Yes, hopefully the Dolphins will will come out with the victory. I I know the conditions aren't ideal there in Kansas City with with how the weather's going. But, you know, hopefully they can can speak out a win. But time will tell there. And we got Keith Brugman coming in. Thank you, Keith. Says, hello, Ron. And welcome, Dylan. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Keith comes in also with another uh, common question here. Thank you, Keith, again. He says, if Sutton is possibly gone, could the Broncos be looking to take Russ's $85 million cap hit in one year? Sutton and Simmons would, would both need to be gone in that scenario, along with a ton of others. Yeah, Keith, you know, that that's that, that's a great question um, as far as, you know, when and how the Broncos can, you know, when they'll be taking this cap hit. Um, I, I believe it's the time, I think it's post that 
June first cutoff date of when they can kind of spread out it between a few years that that dead cap. Um, I think it's forty something per year. They can maybe spread that out over the course of two years. Um, but I think depending on how they do that, Keith, that that that's gonna take into account what they do with the Sutton and Simmons. Now I know you know you can probably extend Simmons to kind of help with that cap situation. I know Simmons has been a candidate there possibly for an extension. Um, so you can possibly extend him, um, kind of spread that money out over a few more years. With Sutton, again, as I alluded to earlier, could be a casualty. But again, depending on how they spread out that $85 million, that that kind of depends on what they do there. And then, you know, Sutton, maybe keeping Sutton, maybe going to him for some sort of restructure. And only those two players, right? I mean, there are quite a few players that that are either up, Dylan, for <laughs> a restructure, an extension, a cut, or a trade. And the Broncos are going to be looking at all of these options for all the players, right? I mentioned Simmons with the extension. I'm thinking you mentioned Jerry Judy. I mean, I'm thinking Jerry Judy's going to get traded. You know, I, I, I either cut or traded, but more than likely Definitely. traded. You know, his production there just hasn't been good. Um, and then we could also see potential cuts, maybe a DJ Jones and a Tim Patrick, right? So th- there are quite a few other players um, that can be, you know, cut or traded, you know, just to kind of help with the salary cap. But yeah, it's going to depend on kind of what they do, how they spread that money out, maybe over the course of a few years. Yeah, Sean Payton's uh, familiar with kicking some money down the road there with the Saints. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe a similar yeah. situation, hopefully not as drastic. Yeah, yeah, but it, you're you're right there, Dylan. But, you know, this is we're getting into unprecedented territories when it comes to this dead money. Yeah, I mean, 85 million. It's it's just crazy. I want to harp back on the, the Cortland Sutton um, post as well and. I believe in the pictures in one of his posts also uh, uh, had Russell Wilson there as well, or a picture with Russell Wilson or a Russell Wilson picture. And mm-hmm. I also think, you know, he's kind of, you know, implying that as well of, you know, I, I think he didn't like what happened with Russell Wilson, kind of how that situation went down of, you know, again, the media still kind of somewhat down on Russell Wilson, although Russell Wilson didn't prove, right? There was still some out there that, you know, wasn't a big fan of Russell Wilson's play. Um, also, you know, the the benching, <laughs> as we know yeah. as well. So, you know, I, I think Cortland Sutton's kind of saying, hey, you know, hopefully he can kind of finish up. And, which I think is going to be a long shot, hoping that Russell Wilson does return. Yeah, wouldn't that be something after all this? Uh, him and his PR team, and the Broncos and their PR team. It's it's hard to say because uh, I've seen a lot of discourse online about how uh, it's so black and white. Like it's either Team Russ or Team Broncos, and the uh, the locker rooms all for him or all against him, which. I definitely don't think is the case. I'm sure there's some who've had a problem with him and some who uh, love him. Like I, I'm sure Sutton does. He got him the ball 10 times in the end zone this season. So 
Yeah. I think you'd like to keep him around. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting conversation to have um, whether Russ is going to come back or not. Yeah, it would, that would be such a shocker. I think it'd be shocker for everyone. I mean, just given how it all went down, you know, final two games of the season, he's benched, mm-hmm. you know, with all the drama and then for him to come back. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it, but again, I, I think that's somewhat of what Sutton is trying to say here as well of, you know, it didn't accomplish the goal. And again, he didn't like what kind of transpired, but again, we, we will see what happens with, with Sutton. Uh, we got, Phil McLaughlin coming in here. Thank you, Phil, for always coming through. It's great to have you in the chat, my man. He says, good evening, Ron, and welcome, Dylan. You guys think will be too expensive to bring back? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who Phil is specifically talking about. Um, hashtag Buckham, hashtag O'Broncos, hashtag MHH for life. Yeah, so uh, again, for I guess we're talking about Sutton. I, I don't think it's going to be... Um, too bad for Sutton to come back again. It's looking at the grand scheme of things with this dead money because this dead again, this dead money kind of looms large. It, it could be challenging, but it's not impossible. I, I think, given the current contract situation and what he has left on his deal, I mean, you can you can bring Sutton back. It, it shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. So, and I, and I think you also need a healthy veteran presence in the wide receiver room as well, Dylan. Now, again, we know what Tim Patrick is. And if the Broncos do decide to keep him around, I'm looking forward to see, you know, coming off that injury, what he will be next season. And I think that'll be a value add for sure. But again, veteran leadership from Sutton, healthy for the most part. You know, I think, you know, given what he's done this year, I, you know, you have to look at it and be like, and again, looking at the terms and the deals of what he has left on the contract, it I don't think it's too, it wouldn't be too big or too expensive to to bring it back. Again, you're going to have to make some moves elsewhere. I mean, you know, you're going to have to kind of trim the fat elsewhere from other position groups. But, you know, if we want to keep Sutton around, it, sh- it shouldn't be too big too big expensive to bring him back yeah no i don't i don't think so at all and it's like you said you need a veteran presence in there like uh tim patrick as good as he was when he was healthy he hasn't been and uh this team looks like they're gonna get off jerry judy and you can't just have brandon johnson sitting by him he's made some plays here and there but that's not reliable is not the word and, um, I mean, you can look to the draft for another wide receiver. I know people might kill me if they say he's the first round. I'm not saying that. It's possible, but uh, this team definitely needs a veteran presence, and that's that's Sutton to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We have the boss coming in <laughs> with a super chat. Thank you, Mr. Boss, man. We appreciate you, sir. <laughs> he says, welcome, Dylan. Ron and Dylan, big ballers and shot callers. At least we try to be. Yes. Uh, Sutton hating that Russ is going to be gone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also down with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I, again, I think that really did factor in into some of this. And again, that that post with Russ, you know, included kind of how the situation with Russ went down. I, I just think that doesn't or doesn't fare well, doesn't sit right with Sutton. And you can look at it also from the other end of he thinks, yeah, Sutton, may, I'm sorry, Russ may be gone. He maybe wants out as well. You know, so yeah. you can maybe look at the post from that perspective of kind of foreseeing that Russ is going like most of us will too. And he wants it. There's no Russ. There's no him. You know, so maybe kind of implicating maybe that he wants out possibly could be. But again, there are diff- a couple of different ways to kind of read that post. But again, if I if I were the Broncos, given what Sutton has done this year, try to keep. Yeah, it's. it's- weird because social media especially players these days they can you know they'll just send a little eyes emoji and it's like oh what does that mean or they'll type out this little paragraph like Sutton did and you can interpret it a couple different ways but especially the wide receiver position is pretty notorious for being diva-ish you know yeah so it's uh hard not to read into some of the words in there for sure yeah yeah it's I would say, yeah, you're right. The wide receivers can be very diva-ish. I, I don't, I think from the Broncos case, maybe Cortland Sutton isn't as much. I I do no, think Jerry Judy is a bit, though. <laughs> maybe a little. Judy does have <laughs> tendencies to to kind of live up to that, <laughs> to that uh, description. But, um, but yeah, uh, let's see who else we have here. Todd, nice welcome for Dylan and Ron chat. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. And then we have Lawrence coming in. Lawrence Rivera says, what's up, guys? Who's the new face? Yes. Thank you, Lawrence. So Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, the, the guy that's been in the background now is at the forefront. He's he's here um, co-hosting with me. So again, thank you, Lawrence, for coming in um, with that comment. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, let's see. Let's see. And then I'm going to grab Tyrone Young here coming in um, with the comment. Thank you, Tyrone. We appreciate you, my man. He says, do you think Cortland Sutton got the news that they're going to move on from him? I, that's a good question, Tyrone. I Possibly. You know, I I, I don't... I, I, think, I think at this point, maybe not right now I, I think there's still a lot to to figure out uh, you know I, I think first they have to start with what they're going to do at quarterback I, I i think that that's the first decision to be made i i think un, until they figure that out then we'll start to see some of these other moves with maybe sutton getting you know traded or cut as I mentioned, right, DJ Jones, Jerry Judy, we will start to see some of that. But again, with this quarterback situation, what they're going to do with this dead cap, how they're going to maneuver that, I, I, I don't think they've made or they've had this conversation with Sutton yet, just because it's just a touch too early. At least I see. Um, but yeah, once the offseason kind of kind of goes into full swing, um, then again, you'll start to maybe see that news break um, and possibly moving on. But I, I think I don't think they've got I don't think he's gotten that news yet. And yeah, I totally agree with that because 
doing it this uh, so early, I figured there'd be a lot, a lot of maybe discourse and drama that on top of all the stuff that they're already dealing with, with Russell and the benching and whatnot. Um, they'll definitely wait till closer to the new league year or so to uh, either tell them, hey, we're going to shop you. We've been looking to move you before. Haven't found the right trade partner or the right compensation. Um, but yeah, I think I think now would be a little too early to uh, uh, put that out there. Yeah, most definitely. All right. And then we have a few other people popping in with some hellos. Hello, Quentin Cald Caldwell coming in. He says, good evening, everyone. Good evening to you as well. Hopefully, you are having a great evening. Um, then we have uh, String Guy coming in. Says, good evening, all, and congrats, Dylan. Yes, yes. While we don't always agree, I can always understand and follow your logic. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you, String, string Guy. <laughs> Looking forward to talking Denver football with you and Ron. Again, thanks for that, String Guy. Yes. And again, yeah, we may not always agree, even with all of the posts for all of the varying podcasts. Everyone does not share um, the same perspective, but it is just great to have different perspectives. And to just enjoy talking about, you know, Broncos football. So, again, thank you for coming in with this comment. Much appreciated. And, yeah, also looking forward to talking with you and everyone mm -hmm. and the offseason. Because, again, guys, this, this all, you know, obviously we love the regular season. But I think, Dylan, for me, I love the offseason even more. You know, leading up to free agency, the draft um camp otas it's just such a you know it's just such a great time of year um to again watch the broncos kind of form shape and get in preparation for the next season so again just looking forward to talking with you guys on all of that yeah thank you string i really appreciate it and uh yeah like you said it's uh good to not have an echo chamber or else why would you be watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. All righty. Let's see who else we have here in the chat. Oh, Lawrence Rivera coming in again here with a with a uh, comment here. Thank you, Lawrence. Oh, this is a nice little question. He said or comment. He says, "Imagine Sean eats crow. Ben goes out and gets Derrick Henry. That would be a combo of Russ." And Marshawn Lynch again. Oh, yes. Uh, that thing again. Thank you, Lawrence Rivera, for coming in. That would be something. Um, you know, I I'm a big Derrick Henry fan. I, I guess who isn't a big Derrick Henry fan? <laughs> Let's start there. Um, you know, given how the running game has been this season, Dylan, which it hasn't popped off like we thought it should. Um, we know Javante Williams, although he's had its moments, he's had to work for every single yard. Um, P. Ryan's kind of been used as that utility back. Um, so the, the running game for him hasn't always been there. You know, we see it at times. And then McLaughlin, you know, it's kind of more of that quick twitch 
elusive type of lightning uh, player. But, you know, we, we the Broncos need that bruiser. And again, we expected Javante Williams to be that. And not to say that he can't get back to form. Um, but, Lawrence, it would be great to have a Derrick Henry um, in, in this offense. But, you know, it, it all depends on, you know, the blocking up front. You know, <laughs> the offensive line. Again, the offensive line has improved. I don't want to say that it hasn't, especially in in run blocking. It 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 definitely has improved to a degree, but I I think there's always um, room for improvement, and I, I think that's something that they need to work on. Um, but yeah, a Derrick Henry would be nice. Now, can it happen? You know, given. Let's realistically talk about this, Dylan. Right? Can it happen given the, I'm sorry, the dead money situation with Russ? No, and I think that's why we we're wanting this to happen, Lawrence. Any good? I think anybody wants this to happen, but given the salary cap situation of the Denver Broncos, and you know Derrick Henry's going to want that big time contract, it's just not feasibly possible. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it'd be fun, definitely, because uh, like you said, Javante, uh, it was even a miracle he was back for the season to start. Um, and taking that into account, like just that injury and uh, just his slow start, and then I guess slow season, we weren't really uh, expecting much. And that's kind of what we got. It was not much. Uh, well, I did like what I saw out of McLaughlin uh, towards the end of the season. He seemed to be kind of a spark plug. Um, but, yeah, like you said, we're just backed up against the cap. We're, um, and George Payton said himself, probably be looking at that second and third wave of free agents. Not going to be mm-hmm. big spenders because we got McGlinchey last year and Ben Powers. And those were big swings. Um, and I, I personally, I think you get a lot more value out of those second, third wave guys anyway. Like, it's it's fun to see the graphics pop up. You know, Ian Rappaport, Derrick Henry to the Broncos. But uh, I just hard to see it right now. Yeah, I suppose definitely. We got Jeremy Shawnee coming in. Thank you, sir. He says, evening, guys. Evening to you as well. I think the waiting on Rush right now is serving two purposes. One, keeping up the appearance of it being a football decision. And two, see if they get any calls on a possible trade. Yeah, that, that that's interesting um, there, Jeremy. I, I would say that definitely the, the first one does factor in you know, of it being more about, you know, a football, strictly contract football decision, um, kind of having that appearance of such um, would be, you know, a reason that they are, you know, trying to kind of wait to see what happens, right? If they could somewhat, you know, convince them into doing something with the contract, persuade them to come back, you know, so that could definitely be on the table. Number two, um, I, I, I don't know if I really agree with just because I who's going to trade with that contract? 
that's that I guess that that's the problem that we have here. You're you're not gonna the, the Broncos are not gonna get many trade calls for for us. Again, one just because, and again, this, this is my well, I, I know I know with the money situation, Dylan. This is kind of how I feel. With given the, the money, what he's owed, and the dead money that the Broncos are gonna get, no one's gonna want to have that contract. And then two, with Russell's situation. You have to, you have to have a special type of offense for him. You have to, your offense kind of has to be, you know, formulated around off script plays. Um, kind of just, it's not more so dink dunk. It's more scrambling, maybe heavy run game with the play action shots down the field. Um, so I, I think you have to have a certain type of offense for russell's skill set and again not to say that there aren't teams out there that that don't or that can maybe adjust their offense to do that but they're not a a lot of teams i know there have been a couple of um you know speculation speculated articles and proposals in the sense of you know maybe he goes to atlanta you know or you know (laughs) um you know, so I know a few other teams that have kind of been speculated, but again, I just don't see anybody trying to trade um, for that context. So yeah, to your point, Jeremy, number one, yes. Number two, not so much on the fueling the trade calls. Yeah, and I, I mean, obviously, you're not trading him to get good compensation. You're trading him to offload at least some of that contract, and it's it's just hard to see i know i know they're trying to keep up appearances but like oh you know we we might bring him back but i think they know it inevitably he's not going to be on this this team um so why you can get a bidding war over money you're not gonna have to pay him much because well denver's already paying him like <laughs> a boatload of money to not play here in that scenario and uh yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't see a team trading for him. The contract is just too daunting. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And then we got string guy coming back in. Thank you, sir. He says Ron, I think they need cap relief and draft picks so bad. I expect to see several vet trades. PS2, Sutton, and Judy, for example. Yes, yeah, string guy. So again, I do think. The Broncos want to look at every single option with all the players to see how they can get relief on the cap. Um, you know, Judy, I floated out earlier, is definitely a a trade candidate for sure. Um, I just think with Sutton, it's again, you have to, in my mind, you just have to have some sort of veteran presence. And again, this year, I would say Sutton. With the production given, he did, you know, kind of up that trade value a bit. And then again, it could be on the table given this dead money situation to your point. So, yes, it's definitely a possibility, but I just see it as with the remaining few years on the contract. And, you know, we're not talking much for wide receiver money. I, I think you can negotiate something with him to, to bring him back. PS2. And <laughs> that's, I can't do that one. yeah, 
you know, I don't know, Dylan. I, I go back and forth with PS2. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't want them to trade PS2 at all. You know, that's that's a yeah. cornerstone player at a position that is very important, you know, in the NFL. And you already have one side of the field locked down. So, you know, given, you know, given that you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to trade your first round pick from Alabama at all. You know, he's proven um, that he is a top flight, the best corner in the NFL. Um, So again, that's my stance, but then I do see the other camp with, you know, if they want to move up and get a quarterback, right. Then, you know, PS2, that's the only person on the team. Well, that's probably the person has the highest value, the trade value. That's the person has Mm -hmm. your highest trade value on the team. There are other players that do have some value, not as much, but PS2 is of the highest trade value. So I see, you know, if you, you know, if the Broncos want to move up, get a quarter, you know, get a quarterback and, or maybe accumulate some more picks for sure. But I just think, you know, PS2 is a foundational player, which they don't need to look at trade, in my opinion. Judy is definitely a trade candidate, string rate. And, you know, again, string guy. And for me, I don't, again, I don't want to see Sutton traded given what he's done, but I'm pretty sure that's on the table. Uh, Yeah. In terms of PS2, that's like, that's a hard no on me. Unless. <laughs> You better be getting up into the top three for (laughs) either Daniels, May, or Williams, because otherwise Mm -hmm. that's not worth it to me. Um, He's the top corner in this league, my totally biased opinion. Um, He's just had so much success, and I don't think you would Mm -hmm. get the compensation or – you know, the exact compensation for him. Cause I've seen like, Oh, it's just a couple first round picks. It's like, okay, Ramsey got more than that. And he yeah. was older and you know, and he's this, this kid's in his prime. Like it's yeah. just not something I'd be looking to do. Um, and, and similar to Sutton, I, I need someone to build around on that defense. And as much as I love Justin Simmons, He's a safety. He's getting older. Um, not saying he's falling off or anything, but when you look at Pat Sertan, that's that's the man on the defense there. That's the face of the defense. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, outside of Justin Simmons and PS2, I mean, who on this defense, you know, has, you know, that premier top talent? Again, we can name some guys that are solid. You know, Josie Jewell, hmm, you know, pretty good, solid. You know, Alex Singleton, okay, pretty good, solid. You know, but it's, you know, when, when you're thinking about at least keeping, yeah, to your point, Dylan, some cornerstone pieces on this defense. Again, we know what we're going to get out of Justin Simmons. We know what we're going to get out of Patrick Sertan. And... You know, I think with the safety, you know, safety is now, a, <laughs> you know, it's 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 such a 
big boy, you in a way you have to at least try to think about keeping and extending Justin Simmons. Because with Caden Stearns, as great as he is and as promising as his talent has been, he's just not been healthy enough. He's not been able to stay on the field. He's and we can't – yeah, and we can't rely on a Darren Turner yell because he has looked god-awful out there mm-hmm. coming in. <laughs> so, yeah. again, you know, you have to look at – it kind of makes it more of a need, you know, if you don't keep it Simmons, obviously look at safety in the draft. Um mm-hmm. But got, we're all hoping that Caden Stearns can come in, you know, next year and 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 be great. But yeah, I, I just think you need at least a few pieces on the defense, um, especially in that secondary, because that's kind of where your strength is um, mm-hmm. to build around. Now, the in my mind, Dylan, the the defensive line, especially the interior, needs to be overhauled. It 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 is not. It has not been a a great showing. You know, I know near to the end of the season, you know, Zach Allen did flash every now and again. But, you know, with DJ Jones and Jonathan Harris, it's just, you know, they have just not been good. You know, just I think that needs to be something that, you know, the Broncos definitely try to focus on um, in the free agency and in the upcoming draft. Yeah, I hope so, because... It was pretty rough to watch uh, the ball just get run constant. Yeah. yeah. And it even it's just it kills me because we don't there's a lot of guys I like on the defensive line. Like not I don't lo- I don't really love any of them. You know, I, Nick Benito's cool, Jonathan Cooper, Baron Browning's nice, but he's either injured or on or off. We just don't have a true star on the defensive line. It's not like the, the Super Bowl team where we could just rotate guys out. We got backups that are, you know, could come in and start. That's just the polar opposite this, this year. And quite frankly, for a couple of years, it's, it's been uh, declining. Yeah. Yeah. And I do see, you know, a lot of folks in the chat, you know, kind of continuing the ps2 conversation <laughs> so you know as we're talking i'm i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of looking to see what you know i looks like there are various you know varying opinions some think we should trade ps2 some think you know we, we don't but you know again it really depends on again i, I think the broncos are going to get back you know the again the value for ps2 is high so they're, they're going to get back some some premium picks in return it's just a matter of what are you after he leaves? Who is your cornerstone piece to build a defense around? You know, because we're gonna again, and then also they're gonna they're gonna leave a void that needs to be filled again, because you want to turn the hands to Damari Mathis, or Fabian Moreau. You know, as a corner, like I said, yeah. So <laughs> again, you have thought. to. <laughs> you know, so we, you know, you have to, you have to look at it from 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 that perspective. Um, mm. definitely. So we got a few more. We got Gary Palmer coming in with a super chat. Thank you, my man. It's always good to have you here. He says, hi, Tom. Well, let me Ron and Dylan in Broncos country. <laughs> I think they just want to get some picks for us, but I doubt that happens. Go Broncos. Yeah. I mean, it, it's possibly Gary. I, I'm just trying to figure out. 
yeah, maybe definitely some receiver help. I, I think you, the the Broncos are definitely going to need if, if we're looking at picks on offense for sure, another receiver, maybe free agency or the draft, and or three at, at eight, or or two or three, yes, and a tight end. Yeah. Um. So I I'm really interested, Gary, to see kind of how the Broncos navigate free agency. That That's really going to tell me what they look at in the draft offensively. Um, you know, again, Marvin Mims does show some promise. I, I would want Peyton to use him more as the vertical threat um, to take the top off the defense. Um, Brandon Johnson has been solid. I think he's lead. Yeah, he's second behind Sutton as far as touchdown receptions this year. So, again, there's some okay pieces there at wide receiver, but I think that's a group that can be bolstered. And then tight end. I think, Dylan, getting a tight end for Russ or whoever's at quarterback for next season is definitely – or definitely needs to be a priority. Um, You know, Troutman was – and then with Dulcich being out, you know, that that vertical tight end who can just stretch the seam, that that portion of the offense was missing. So I think, Dylan, to your point, yep, one, one or two other wide receivers and a tight end. And with whoever quarterback that the Broncos will have going into 2024 will kind of definitely help out this offense. Yeah, I mean – receiver tight end running back just give me someone who's explosive this this offense hasn't seen explosive for years it's just it's hard to and a lot of the fans can see that it's just it's so hard to watch i mean we just need someone like sutton's funny makes these he's made these amazing catches and whatnot but we need someone who's explosive and not just speed but just someone who could get to space and make plays tight end running back receiver just we need something yes we got we gotta we gotta have someone again we gotta we gotta get yeah we gotta get faster Dylan you know I, I look at mm-hmm. other teams in the NFL like I was watching the the game that just went off the the Browns and the Texans uh mm-hmm. wild card game and you know you know Cleveland had the number one defense all year but the speed of the Texans it, it was a challenge for the Browns. I mean, Nico Collins and Devin Singletary, like those guys are just quick, you know, especially with run after catch, explosive plays down the field. So getting players to kind of, you know, have some speed and be more aggressive. I, I think that's what the Broncos have been missing. Again, you have certain players that will kind of have that go get it attitude like a sudden. But then you know you need to have more players like that, and I just feel so that that's a portion of the Broncos or dimension of the Broncos, um, you know, game that's been missing. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Oh, we got Phil. Okay, coming in. Thank you, Phil. He was talking about Cushenberry being expensive to Kush. bring back. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I think. Yeah, Phil. I, I think Cushenberry is. Uh, I think he's going to be very expensive to bring back. I think this year he has worked his way 
and to and to deal with another team. Uh, he's he's been again, you know, outside of probably behind minors. You know, I would say he's mm-hmm. kind of been yeah the second best on this offensive line. So I would say his play has warranted him um, give, again, given this cap situation, to be too expensive for them to bring him back. So expect center, um, you know, maybe with Forsyth guy, you know, maybe, you know, expect center to maybe be a need coming up. But yeah, I, I think Christian Berry has played his way into an, a new deal with another team. <laughs> and you you heard uh, George Payton even comment on it, saying that, oh, Forsyth could be a starter in this league. So yeah, already trying to set up the fan base to, you know, maybe soften the blow there because I, it's hard to see him coming back unless he takes a, you know, a team friendly deal, which I don't see happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, certainly. All right. Let's see who else we have. Again, thank you, Phil, for coming in. Thank you, Phil. Let's see who else we have here. Um, in the chat. Seen a lot of the trade stuff with PS2 still. <laughs> yeah, the, the a lot of the that's going to be a hot topic this off season. And yeah, that 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 is definitely going to be a hot topic with with PS2 again. And in the presser, you know they they made it clear. You know they were like they, they they're kind of sharing. You know we're in agreement with. I guess we're all sharing a brain. The two of us with uh, George Payton and, and Penner in the sense that they want to keep PS2 around. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they think that he is he's a um, instrumental player to the defense to the team. So um, again, I know anything can happen in the NFL, you know. But it it appears that you know PS2 will be here for the long haul. So mm-hmm. um, then we got String Eye coming back in, just in kind of the trading situation. Thank you, String Guy. Great, great to have you get in the chat here. He says. Ron, if you want a Caleb or a Drake, um, PS2 is your only chess piece for that kind of trade up without selling the future farm. Yeah. So yeah, string guy, that I, I didn't make that point earlier. Th- again, thank you for reiterating this. Much appreciated. And you're right. I, I and that's what I was saying that I can understand if you want to trade PS2 to move up for a quarterback. Again, that that to mm-hmm. your point, that's the only player that does have value for the Broncos at this point. Or again, they have the highest value, so you can use him as that chess piece to move up, depending on what the Broncos want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, George Payton and Sean, you know, and Sean Payton may scout the three quarterbacks and may say, "Hey, we'll stay where we at." You know, again, we we, mm-hmm. we just don't know what they're thinking now. For me, you know, my I think we talked at the uh meet and greet. And I think everybody knows who my favorite quarterback is in this draft, but oh, yeah, you know, if the <laughs> Broncos can get a Caleb Williams, if they can somehow maneuver up to number one to draft Caleb Williams, I, I think that it well not only will it make me happy, I, I just think it would definitely show promise, probably be encouraging for a lot of uh, Broncos fans, um, given what he's done at USC. Um, but again, that's mm-hmm. not to take anything away from Drake May or Jaden Daniels. You know, they're all 
both of them are great in their own right as well. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, string, string guy, to answer your question or to kind of piggyback off your comment. Yeah, again, PS2 is your only guy. If the Broncos indeed want to make that move up into, you know, the top three, top five. Mm -hmm. um, it's just kind of hard to get a sense of, you know, where they are. Again, given that it offseason kind of just somewhat started for them and they're trying to kind of wrap their head around what they're going to do with Russ. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a possibility. And it's not even just what the Broncos might want to do. Uh, are you going to move the bears out of that top spot? Are you going to move the Patriots or the commanders out of there? Do they want to go all the way down to 12? I mean, uh, with the bears, maybe you could see it if they keep fields personally, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to reset the QB clock, take Williams may whoever, um, but yeah, you, it's it's a two way street. You need if you, something's going to move up, you have to have someone that wants to come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, and then as I mentioned, it's they may scout Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., and uh, JJ McCarthy, and maybe take them later. Trade back and take them later. Or if they're there at mm -hmm. twelve, they may pick them. Right. So it's really depending, you know, depends on what the Broncos see as they scout the, these quarterbacks. Um, I think me personally, I would try to to get up as much as I can to grab one of the big three. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and, you know, there have also been talks. I don't know if you've seen this article, Dylan, um, of um, maybe a potential free agent pickup in a Mason Rudolph. From the Steelers mm -hmm. coming. Yes. And I for me, I don't want any more stop gaps, any more free agent quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I want the Broncos to do it the old school way. Go in the draft, get a quarterback, develop that quarterback. It needs mm -hmm. to be, we need to start doing the Broncos need to start looking at this as a rebuild a rebuild of the team, starting fresh at quarterback, working on the trenches, looking at, you know, the pass catchers, um, mm -hmm. and also the linebacker and corner secondary. But it definitely needs to be a rebuild. And, again, I know Broncos fans don't want to hear that, given what has transpired since Super Bowl 50. But I believe that's kind of what Sean Payton is thinking as well of we, we kind of have to start this thing over to a degree to get where we want to go. Yeah, and uh, – at least my preference is obviously it's not sexy pick to go get another stopgap quarterback. But for me personally, go get a Jacoby Brissett, a Mason Rudolph, and pair them with a rookie quarterback, which would probably be one of the second-tier guys in the draft because I, I just don't see getting up to the top three, this team, and the lack of picks in – and even if you trade PS2 or whatever, uh, you still have to have someone to come down. And I just don't see us getting a top three guy. Yeah. So free agency is not a terrible way to go. As it, as much as it sucks, hey, maybe you go get Tyrod Taylor. He's got a good career of uh, his backup succeeding him. So if we go get a rookie quarterback, hey, you never know, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. Again, and... 
you know, it, again, I, I wouldn't. I guess let me amend what I said about the the free agent. It, it I wouldn't be opposed to it if they have or if they draft a quarterback to develop, right? Definitely. If they, let's just say you mentioned Jacoby Percent. I know his name has been floated around. Jameis Winston's name's been floated around. Um, but yeah, if you bring that person in, I would also want them to yeah look at. And I think with that, obviously, you don't have to go into or trade up to get who they want. You know, well, to get a top three quarterback. But if you bring in like a Penix or like a Bo Nix to pair with one of those free agent quarterbacks and kind of have that, you know, season or two where you kind of hand over that torch, I I definitely be okay with that. But yet, yet again, you have to find your future franchise quarterback in the draft. Again, you have to just keep going back to that well till you find that guy. Yeah, and if they can't find him in this offseason or if they do take a guy and next year they find someone else that they like more, don't be afraid to swing again because we have not taken adequate, adequate swings at that position. I think Paxton Lynch has a lot of – I'm sorry to say that name, but uh, <laughs> it makes the chat cringe a little bit, you know, and they're like, oh, well – it hasn't worked out before. Why do it again? It's like, well, we're not going to hit unless we keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I'm going to look at the chat just to see here. Thank you, Rodney, for coming. I want to grab this because this is actually one of my favorite players. Oh. Uh, Rodney coming in says, who do you think is going to draft tight end Brock Bowers? Yeah, Rodney, this – I. Honestly, I wouldn't even be mad if we can trade up a few spots to get a Brock Bowers. Because <laughs> Brock Bowers, man, uh, what he can do. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm a Bulldog. I'm, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. Just for everyone here, and you know, I watch a lot of Georgia Bulldog tape, and just, just what that guy can do, man. Just stretching the scene. The the blocking skills are there. Just an overall all around great player. Um, but I digress. I think who's going to draft Brock Bowers, Rodney? I got a feeling it's either going to be our division rival Chargers or the Tennessee Titans. Because I think they're, what they were like between five and seven, I think, as far as where they're somewhere in there. Yeah. So I, I think, I think, I think definitely a top 10 pick, but I think he's going to be picked probably somewhere between that five to seven or eight range would, would be my guess. Yeah, and he's exactly the kind of player I was talking about earlier. Like wide receiver, tight end, running back. I just want someone explosive, and that's this dude. I mean, and talk about a security blanket for whoever comes in. I mean, yeah, I'm not as well-versed on the draft stuff yet, but I've definitely seen plenty of clips of him, man, and he's he'd be fun to have around, but I do see him going to maybe – Unfortunately, the Chargers, and that would just kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the – the I guess somewhat the rich get richer. I mean, the Chargers do have a great roster, although it hasn't really been kind of out there. It hasn't come out in the wash too much yet they as far as wins, they but, you know. <laughs> they don't know what to do with it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, and let's see here. 
I think we can wrap it up here. Um, but before we go, we got the Ronk coming <laughs> in. Thank you, Michael Ronquillo. You know, it's always great to have you here on the show. He says, good evening, Ron and Dylan on Orange and Blue View. Go Broncos. Again, Mike, thanks again for coming in and supporting us every week. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. All righty. All righty. So I think we can can wrap up here. Uh, Again, it's been great um, to have all of you guys join us. And again, Dylan, thank you. It's been great today on your debut. It's great to have you here joining me talking about our Denver Broncos. Um, again, you guys, make sure you hit the subscribe button, like the podcast, and make sure you share all of the podcasts. Um, right here we have, obviously, every one every different day of the week. Um, so you can get your different perspectives, different opinions on all of Broncos football. Also, you can follow us on uh, X. So I'm at Ron White NFL. And then Dylan is at ARX underscore D. Again, just ask us any question, make a comment. We are always there to respond, um, and talk Broncos football as always. So with that, I'll lead up to you, Dylan, to see if you have any other words for us, for closing words. Um, yeah, just excited to be here. Glad to uh, be able to do this and have the opportunity. And uh, just love interacting with the chat. This is, uh, besides, you know, being the, the mean old guy who uh, kicks them out <laughs> from time <laughs> to time. But um yeah, uh, just excited for the show going forward and uh, to get to know all of you just a little more and talk Broncos football. Well, great. Awesome. Well, again, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure as always, and we will talk to you next week. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.